0: The Olds College's Smart Farm Program, which began in 2018, conducts research and development on ag tech, but takes it a step further to assess tech for its viability on farms and support adoption. Dr. Joy Agnew, Associate VP of Applied Research at Olds College, leads the development of the Smart Farm Program. She announced the first expansion site at the University of Saskatchewan, Livestock and Forage Center of Excellence, the first university to join the network. The smart farms are connected through a network which allows data and findings shared between the farms, which allows for a better understanding and analysis of the research being done throughout different regions. Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebo says she wants to set the record straight on the government's fertilizer emissions reduction goal. The minister said the 30% reduction by 2030 is a voluntary target, not a mandate, and the notion put forward by some conservatives and others that the federal government will implement a ban on fertilizer use is false. Consultations on the target opened in March and conclude at the end of August, with Bebo saying it's important that everyone participate. She said the government will be alongside farmers in the transition to more sustainable practices as they develop. Taiwan's Foxconn, the world's largest contract electronics maker, on Tuesday said it will build driverless electric tractors for California-based Monarch tractor at its Lordstown, Ohio facility, starting in early 2023. The announcement comes as heavy machine manufacturers, including Deere and Agco, set their sights on the electric vehicle market as the agriculture industry shifts to smart farming. Production for Monarch Tractor's Mark V series tractor is scheduled to begin in the first quarter of 2023, said Foxconn. The company did not disclose the cost of the tractor, but said the autonomous software will be sold separately and that farmers will have to pay a monthly fee to access the services. With 2022 harvest knocking at the door, producers are starting to look ahead to the 2023 growing season as it looks like the Canadian government will continue to impose its 35% sanctions on fertilizer from Russia and Belarus. Canada is the only country that has implemented and maintained sanctions against fertilizer from these countries and this isn't expected to change moving forward. Up to 680,000 tons of nitrogen fertilizer are imported from Russia to eastern Canada annually, representing 85-90% to 90% of the total nitrogen fertilizer used in the region in some years, according to Fertilizer Canada. For Golden West, I'm Scott Bolton.